0: Blog Talk Radio. She can talk to the animal,
1: pet show.
0: Welcome
2: to the Pet Psychic Radio Show on blogtalkradio.com starring Lord Sinchfield, the Pet Psychic.
3: Hey everyone, that's me. I'm Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic, and I can hear animals telepathically who are living now as well as those who have crossed over. I dedicate this show to teaching you and your animals how to understand each other better.
2: You can log on to www.thepetpsychic.com. That's thepetpsychic.com for all things animal communication. Um, there's tips and awesome blogs and Stormy Column, so check that out. Call in at 917-889-2693, and you can also join us in the chat room because it's open. I'm your producer and co-host, Aikusu Kusuhara. I was uh, listening to the theme song, and every time, I don't know if you've all noticed, but it always sounds really weird, like mm-hmm. it gets all the pitch shifts. And I right? like, tried to upload it several times like the normal version. And every time I upload it somehow through the Internet, it gets all weird. I don't know why.
3: Oh, really? That's strange. I know. I thought you made it like that. No. No,
2: it's, I didn't make it like that. The Internet does that. I don't know. Somehow the streaming or something.
3: It's like kind of eerie, like, woo-hoo.
2: No, but maybe my new, new next version when I re-record it. Maybe I'll put some of my theremin in there, so it could cool. be like woo and scary and <laughs> <of the> weird, <laughs> like that psychic power
3: thing, you know? Yeah, psychic <laughs>
2: power sounds. Maybe I'll like put the theremin in while you're doing your reading. I'll put
1: this <laughs> down. <effective. laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, anyways, I fun, I've actually. been having like um.
2: A little bit of the holiday blues, like, everything's over. It was all, like, rush, rush, rush. Things are happening. We're all busy, and then now it's ended.
3: What do you mean it's ended?
2: Like, now Christmas is over. All the vacations are done with. Back to reality.
3: Back to reality. But I, uh, you have a pretty social life. I mean, for all of you, I is big on Yelp, right? <laughs> yeah, I
2: I, big, I, yeah, I do that she's, sometimes. She's a
3: big yelper, and she <laughs> has all like vegan events. And, yes. Um, and you're a musician; you're playing all the time. Yeah. So, I mean, what you go out and do in a week, I don't do in a month. <laughs> <laughs> I know, <laughs> so but much.
2: you know, <clears throat> I don't know. I feel like stuff outside of that.
3: <laughs> Tell me I about your next vegan
2: event. Do you have one coming up? Yes, um, actually, it's going to be a monthly event every third Sunday of the month. The Church of Satan. This is not satanic. It is Satan is a wheat meat, so it's a play on words. Church of Satan will be at the Verdugo Bar in Los Angeles. And it's 21 and over. It is a bar. But we usually have all these, like, vegan vendors, food vendors, craft vendors. And we play vegan bingo. And you can find out what that is when you get there. So <laughs>
3: hey, That sounds so, like, so much fun. When is it? Every
2: third Sunday. So the next one, I think, is the day before um, I called it MLK Eve. So it's January 19th, the night before Martin Luther King Jr.'s.
1: Thursday. I might go. I think I'm really? going to go. You're going to yeah. come
3: all the way to Los Angeles? Why not? To go to one of your vegan events and then watch you play, right? You're going to play?
2: No, I don't play, but we have a DJ. <laughs> I don't play. I just host the um, event. I'm going to come. Okay. Awesome.
3: Okay. Um,
2: so, oh, one other thing I just wanted to share. <laughs> Sorry, I'm talking so much today. Um. I just wanted to share that, you know, Fenway, my dog, had to put that cone on. I think I told you about it a couple weeks ago. Yes. Because he keeps scratching himself. And now he actually loves putting the cone on.
3: What do you mean?
2: I swear he likes it. I call it the magic cone, and he likes it. I swear, ask him.
3: (laughs) So... And you're talking about one of those cones that look like like an old uh, record. The Elizabethan
2: collar thing.
3: Yeah. And you yeah. think he likes
1: it.
2: Yeah, because okay. I told him it was a magical cone that is going to help protect him and heal him.
4: <laughs>
3: That's what you've been telling him?
2: Yes. And now when I put, like, whenever I need to put it back on him, like if he gets a little sore spot, I put it on and like he wags his tail and jumps over, comes over to me and puts his head through it.
0: No
3: way. Yes. That's
2: Ask him. Ask him.
3: Okay, here we go. I'm going to get Fenway. Fenway.
2: For our listeners, Fenway is a Aussie doodle. He's like a mix of Stormy and Luca, Laura's dog. Dogs.
3: He says that he has a really cool mom, and I have fun with her every day. What do you think about that collar that mom puts on you, that magic collar? What do you think about that? I think it gives me power to heal. And mom is really smart. I know that everybody listens to her. So I learned that I need to and when I put it on, I think to myself, I love to see what I can see, and I've got really cool visions that way. That's interesting. So there's something about not being able to see on the sides and just being able to see straight forward.
2: Yeah. That he likes. Oh, well, maybe that's what it is. But I swear he likes it.
3: No, I think it's because you tell him it gives him magical powers, just like he said.
2: Yeah,
3: and I'm well, that's true to in a way. But you know what's so mm. interesting about that is what you're doing is really, like, genius because it's really, like, what we all should be doing for our animals. Sometimes we put it out there, like, oh, my God, it's only for a little while. Don't worry. You know, we say those things yeah. to our animals, and then they're like, oh, did they get depressed. But yeah. you're making it, like, a special thing, like it's giving him healing powers, and the power mm-hmm. of suggestion is really powerful I mean yeah. so whether it's actually giving him healing power the the great thing is that he's thinking that yeah you know that he's seeing that he's envisioning getting healed and getting more magical and more confident and that's that's the awesomest thing about it yeah I was talking to a client yesterday and and she was saying to me about she's going out of town for a for um a week and was wanting me to tell her her kittens and um she said, "You know, like just tell them like I'm gonna be a, to help help me make make them okay with it. You know, mm-hmm. like just help me make them okay with it, and that that um, that's only for a little while." And she was saying it like like it's so like depressing that she's going away for a week, and they're kittens, you know. And I said to her, "Tell them that they're gonna have an awesome time with the pet sitter." And they're going to get to spend time with somebody else doing some other different things while you go off traveling and have fun. It's like the yeah. way we think of each thing.
2: Right. Yeah, you like know, she mean, should say, she should tell them like, oh, I'm going to go here and see all this fun stuff and do all these fun things while you're having fun at home too with your friends and...
3: Right. That sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Exactly, because they're kittens. She's going to have them for the rest of her life, you know, the rest of their life, so might as well get them used to her traveling. Yeah. That's not a bad thing. So. What's that music? Oh, Gordon, I think that's a great idea what you did.
2: Thank you. Did you hear that music? No. Is there music playing? No. <laughs> Just hearing things.
3: Uh, I mean, you could hear more. <laughs> making noise in the background.
2: No, I heard music. It's so weird. Maybe it might be just a weird crossing of communication through my headphones. (laughs) Let's take some calls. Uh, Today we don't have call screener, so we're going random. So we'll call out your last four digits of your number. And as soon as you get on the air, just tell us your name, your pet's name, what kind of animal, like species, gender, age, dead or alive, uh and a description of what they look like, such as their color or the type of um, fur they have and that sort of thing. So please go ahead and do that. We're going to call her number 3375. What is your name and describe your animal, please?
4: Yes, hello. My name's Anisha McCord, and we have quite a few animals. Uh, we rescue animals, and um, I guess my... I guess the issue today will be with the dogs and the cats. We have five cats and two dogs, a golden retriever named Buddy. Um, He's eight years old, and a red-nosed Brendel Pitbull, who's nine years old. Her name's Gizmo. And recently, we've become foster parents to a 13-month-old little girl. And our Pitbull, I'm afraid she doesn't accept her as the boss that I want her to believe. Okay, is. wait,
3: wait, hold on. Let me get this straight. So, a 13-year-old child?
4: 13 months.
3: Oh, 13-month-old, but it's a child. It's not a pet.
4: Correct. She's our most oh, okay. recent rescue.
3: Okay. And so, and then, so which dog is, so let's just talk, let's just pick um, the animals that you have to think that have the problem with the child, because that's probably the most um, it's, it's significant, the bull, right? Yeah, so it's
1: a pit Yeah, it would be people, the pit bull gizmo.
3: Okay, and Gizmo, what does Gizmo look like again? She's a
4: red nosed Brendel.
3: okay, and so what is she doing with with the baby? Um, when the baby approaches her,
4: she will growl a little bit, uh, just a warning. Okay. And uh, she will paw at her at times when she's in the high chair. And uh, when she's at the high she's chair, she scratch her.
3: And when she's pawing at her in the high chair, what do you feel is the issue?
4: She wants the baby to give her some food. Yes, so the the baby baby will feed them.
3: Does it look demanding to you or does it look happy? It looks happy. Okay, that's good. And so when the baby gets close to her, the baby is like, is she crawling or does she walk?
1: She's walking.
3: Yes, so she's walking. So when she's getting close to um, to Gizmo, um, and Gizmo growls, then what happens?
4: She looks over to me to see what the response is, and I tell her, no, she's not allowed to do that. And if she tries to snap, or I think she's going to go a little bit further, or when she has snapped, she has tried to snap a couple of times, I send her out of the house and away from us.
1: Okay.
0: Okay, so one of the first things I just want to point out,
3: and, and I'm going to get Gizmo's feet so Gizmo can hear what we're saying because it's important for Gizmo to pay attention to this, yes. but it's very dangerous to scold a growl because a growl is a form of communication. That's how they okay. talk. And okay. what happens is when we scold growls, the next time she's not going to do a growl. She's going to skip the growl and go right up the Annie and do the, the snap. Maybe okay. The snap, might go to the bite. Not to say that we shouldn't tell her that's inappropriate, but you right. sound like you have, you live in a multiple pet household. So in a multiple yes. pet household, Gizmo, that's an appropriate way to communicate with another dog that's invading her space. She growls and the dog leaves and everything's worked out. So she's thinking that's okay to do that with the baby. But that's Ah. not okay to do that with the baby because the baby at 13 months doesn't understand dog body language like the other dogs in the house do. And that's something that Gizmo needs to understand, that the baby appears to be like a puppy or like a dog, dog, but that baby does not know dog body language, so her growls will not make sense. And so what you need to do, too, is when she looks at you, Praise her and teach her to flee. She needs to run away and be praised for leaving the child. Okay. So if the baby goes up and she looks like she's or she, this is important too, before the growl will come a closing of the mouth and a stare. It might only be a, a, a split second, but that mouth will close and she'll give that baby the evil eye. When you yes, see that, he does that, you teach her to retreat to a safe spot whether it's up on the couch or farther away from the baby. And it's so important. We give Gizmo a place uh-huh. where the baby cannot interfere with her.
4: It's when the baby approaches her on the couch. I guess that's when they're more at eye level. I, um,
3: I would the let couch... the baby near the couch. Yeah. Or I would make Gizmo not get on the couch anymore, but that's the hard one because she's yeah. been allowed to do that the whole time. I'd make yeah, sure that has baby has her
4: own go. couch.
3: I'd make sure that baby does not go near that couch. And if you, can't, if you can't watch the baby 100%, if you have to leave to go to the kitchen for something, yeah. you need to put Gizmo outside or you take the baby with you. Okay. Because right now we're going to talk to Gizmo, and hopefully when we talk to Gizmo, she will never do that again. That is our okay. one. With animal communication, that's what we hope for. We hope that, and it's the, that behavior can happen. We can talk to Gizmo, and she can understand, and then she can never do that again, and then we love that. But yeah. also, this dog has showed you that she can snap at a child. Right. Make sure that situation never happens again. Okay. Because um, you don't want to end up in the papers with a pit bull. Exactly.
4: Exactly. So, and I don't want um, to have to destroy her
3: raise her for retreating, teach her to retreat when she's nervous, and we're going to explain to Gizmo that the baby does not understand dog behavior.
1: Okay. Okay. Let's
3: let's get Gizmo. Gizmo, honey, did you hear that? What do you think about that? I don't like the baby leaning on me either. (laughs) And sometimes the baby has wide eyes coming at me. She said also that the baby takes up space when she's coming at her. And I don't know if that's because the baby is, like, reaching out her arms to balance or something, but it looks like she's making herself bigger and that's scary to Gizmo because it looks like she's puffing herself up to uh-huh. be more dominant when she's coming to her. So... Gizmo, honey, I want to tell you something that the baby does not understand dog body language. It's like a really little puppy who doesn't understand, but it's not your job to teach this baby. Your mom has to teach this baby. It's not your job. Your job is to just walk away. And that the worst thing that a dog can ever do is to bite someone. And it will never, ever be okay to bite this child. You need to make sure that you lick and yawn and blink your eyes and walk away. And I don't care if she's going to your space and you feel crowded. You still get up and you walk away. You are more mature and you have the power to do that. Did you understand? Sometimes I don't want to leave. Sometimes I feel like I'm comfortable there. And sometimes I feel like I'm settled and I'm not bothering the baby. So what she's saying is she's saying, hey, wait a second. I feel like I have been pretty good with the baby. I'm not running after the baby. I'm not being like taunting the baby. I'm resting and the baby's coming to my space. Like what do I do now? She still yeah. has to get up and walk away, but we, as, as good pet owners and good caretakers to that child, need to make sure that Gizmo has a safe place where that baby can't go. Okay. She says, you know what? I kind of understand. Gizmo, you better understand, okay? Especially since you're a pity. You've got to be on extra good behavior. Okay, never, ever, ever go after that child. It's not okay. Okay, you need to be kind always. Lick and yawn and blink your eyes and be careful with your little paws. You're, you can scrape her. You just walk away. Whenever you're nervous or you feel invaded, you just walk away. It's different than another dog. It's different. Because also when you have a pack like that, she's used to being saying, okay, like I need to claim my space and I need to keep my hierarchy in this pack and I need to keep my boundaries in this pack and that's what she's been used to doing with the other dogs and it's been okay. So why all of a sudden is it not okay? Right. So so, and also just praise her when she's really good. Let her know what the good things are. So if she licks the baby or if she lets the baby run by her, if the baby falls and she doesn't go for the baby, praise her. She needs to know a good behavior is. Okay. Okay. Gizmo, good luck. You call us back and let us know how it goes?
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Good.
3: Thanks, thanks for calling. Can You talk to the baby also? <laughs> I can, but not on this show because
2: it's oh, all okay. for pets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go all right. to uh, thanks for calling in. And if you do want to talk to babies, you can always schedule a private consultation with you right at thepetpsychic.com. So just Go to the website incorrect. um, but yes, you do speak with babies too.
3: I do, and that's so nice that she's fostering that little child,
2: yeah, that's, that's nice awesome,
3: too.
2: yeah, you know, she sounds like she's a a full house now with the animals and the babies. <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna yeah, have I'm to <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> Gizmo, she better be a good girl,
2: yeah, be a good girl, Gizmo. Uh, 7153, uh, please tell us your name and about your animal.
5: Uh, my name is Bobby. Uh, my dog is, um, she was actually a rescue dog, so I'm not too sure what she is, but if I had to pick, if I had to, I guess maybe, uh, like a terrier mix, uh, she's like, like blonde on the side and she has, uh, like brownish red ears and down her back is also like blondish red, I mean reddish brown. And uh Maybe, like, uh, kind of not really too small, but on the border of small and medium, like maybe the size of, like, a like a, the size of a bigger cat, maybe.
3: Okay, like 15 pounds or something? 15, no, 20 pounds?
5: Um, no, actually, more, like, I think she was like, 8 pounds, 8 or 9. Oh, okay.
3: okay. She's little. Yeah. Huh? Okay, so what do you want to ask her? What's her name again? Happy. Tabby? Happy. Uh, what, yeah. what, I didn't catch it.
5: Oh, uh, her name is Happy.
3: Oh, Happy. Oh, that's a yeah. cute name.
5: <laughs> yeah. And
3: uh, what do you want to ask her?
5: Well, actually, um, she disappeared on Friday. Uh, I was at uh, Six Flags with my girlfriend because uh, we're both uh, nursing students. And yeah. we are starting back, yeah, we are starting school on the 7th, and, um, yeah, and, uh, like, uh, while we are at the park, like, I started feeling, like, I don't feel, like, sick on rides, but I felt, like, extremely nauseous just walking around the park, and, um, yeah, and about, like, yeah, I started getting really nauseous, and then, um, like, we were sitting down, and I just, like, it was so weird, because I asked my girlfriend, I, I was saying, Uh, I wonder what Happy doing right now. I wish we could have brought her, but I didn't feel right leaving her in the kennels over there. And then uh, I get home, and um, I open the door, and she didn't run up to greet us like usual. And uh, I walk in my room, and I'm wondering, like, where is she at? I thought maybe she was with my mom or her husband. And then her her husband comes in and says, hey, uh, the dog got out. It ran away or something. Um, Uh,
3: So, um... So I hate to tell you this, but I don't work with lost animals.
5: Uh-huh.
3: I can't help you, but um, I can refer you to someone else.
5: What would you? There's, say?
3: there's a woman oh, named um, There's a woman named Hillary Renaissance.
5: Hillary and, Renaissance.
3: Uh huh. Did you send uh, me an email?
5: Yes, I did.
3: You <laughs> I think I I wrote back to you with the with the um. Did you not get an email from me?
5: No, I haven't.
3: Oh, I thought I wrote back to you with their contact information. Oh, okay. um, Will you check your spam folder? And All I'll right. go back in my emails, too, and just make sure that I did actually get back to you. But I'm usually pretty quick with lost animal cases. So, okay. Um, but, but Hillary Renaissance is one. Another woman is Lori Spagna, but she's out of the country right now. But you should okay. try Hillary.
5: All right. Would you be able to tell me if she's dead or alive?
3: You know what? I don't. I don't work with lost animals for many reasons, and it's very difficult because sometimes they think that they're alive because something uh-huh. happens, like something could have happened really quickly, like they got hit by a car or got killed by a coyote, and then um, they tell you where they want to be rather than where where they really are. Oh. Uh-huh. And um, it's just. I'm not as good as at them as Hillary is. Hillary has studied them so, and also if you notice with my communications, I get a lot about how the animals think and feel, and and um, some animal communicators get mostly pictures, and yeah. I think that for lost animal cases, the people who get more visuals have a bet are more accurate because they can see exactly where the pet is. Okay. So when you go looking you can see places. So okay. um, but I would try calling Hillary. Hillary Renaissance. And I'll All I'll right. look after the show to make sure that I sent that to you. And I'll, I'll send resend right. it.
5: okay then. Okay. Thank you for your help.
3: Okay. okay. Good luck.
5: Yeah. All right, thank you very
3: for... much. Oh. I
5: That's know
3: too it's bad. so hard. I hate telling people that I can't talk to lost animals. I hate that.
2: Yeah, um, I know. But you were also telling me, like, yeah, so they have, like, like Hillary and Lori are better at, um, that. that's their specialty. And also, it's, mm-hmm. like, really taxing, isn't it, like, emotionally? And... It
3: is so stressful on me. And that really is the real reason. I get so attached to it. It's like everybody's worst nightmare to lot lose a pet. Yeah. And so then I'm so attached to it. And then I'm up. Like, I try and keep work hours just because that's the only way I can, like, not be, like, my sanity, keep my sanity. And I'm just up all night worrying about that pet. Yeah, so. yeah.
2: Oh, well, good luck to them. Uh, I hope they find out where they are, what happened. Uh, we're going to go to our next caller, which is 6283. Tell us your name and what, who is your pet. You're on, 6283. All right. Hello? Oh, there you are. Hello. Uh, can you hear me? Yep, we can hear you. You can tell us what, what's your name and who's your pet. Can you describe what they look like and what, what's their name and what species and all that stuff?
0: Okay. Um, my name is Dawn Bradbury, and he, his name is Charlie. He's a dog. He's a male. Um, I rescued him like six months ago, so I'm not really sure what his breed is. People told me he was like a corgi mix, but he looks like um, more like one of the, I don't know how to say it, a papillon.
3: Okay, yeah, he's a papillon? Like,
0: yeah, yeah, he's, he's got the orange ears, and he's all white with the curly, fluffy tail, and,
3: yeah. Cute.
0: What do you
3: want to ask him?
0: Well, he passed away on the 7th. Oh. Um, oh, I'm a little sorry. upset, so, but. My other dog killed him. So I just wanted to know um, if he's okay and what happened and, you know. Okay, that's a hard one.
3: Were you there when it happened?
0: I was. I was vacuuming, and I heard him yelp. So I went outside into the backyard, and she had him in her mouth. and. I just could not believe that was happening, you know, and Mm. they, I've had him since the 4th of July. He was um, a stray with two other dogs, but I found them a home and I kept him. And um, they, they play together. They sleep together. You know, they were all buddies and I don't know what happened for that, you know, and
1: yeah,
0: she, she she grabbed him.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I brought him one. to the vet. I brought him to the vet, and they told me his neck was broken. They had to euthanize him.
3: Oh, how sad! I'm so sorry that that happened.
0: Yeah, it's, it's pretty so hard. I know
3: a lot of people who that happens to, and then it's really hard to look at the pet that did it.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I still love her to death, but of I just, of course, I'm in fear because I do have more animals in the house, you know, and. I need to know what's going through her head too, you know.
3: Yeah. Okay, so let's ask Charlie how he's doing. Let me get him. Hold on. Tell my mom I'm doing wonderful in heaven. There are all these levels, kind of like chicken coops. And I can go up inside and find little treasures. <laughs> There's all these places where you can go and get stuff. In one hole, there's toys. And then in other holes, hamburgers. (laughs) I just want to tell my mom something. I don't feel bad. I'm not hurting now.
0: Charlie said that he bit her. He did bite her. She has a mark on her face. Yeah.
3: And I had a feeling
0: that's because she is, usually doesn't act like that unless there's aggression towards her, you know. Mm. So, um. is he going to come back to me eventually? Mm, let me
3: ask him. Not really yet. I kind of like it here.
0: <laughs> and
3: no dogs are homeless here.
0: Yeah, because he was homeless when we got him, yeah.
3: He says, you have a home whenever you want it. Well, everywhere. And there's a nice man who's here that are building these places. So what he's saying is that it's so interesting, that, like, chicken coop image. It's kind of like he can walk up the ramp, which he thinks is cool, because he's getting to do sort of, like, agility. And then he's going into, Uh like, the thing that kind of looks like a chicken coop. And he said that there's uh-huh. a man there that that's building them, and he's with that man. Now, sometimes when they talk about people on the other side, it has something to do with the people on Earth. Do you know somebody who uh-huh. passed away that did woodworking?
0: Woodworking.
3: Um, yeah, something to think about. I, or I'd like to build things.
0: And I, you know, I've had quite a few family members that passed away—uncles
3: and yeah, he was yeah, he looks older. He looks like he would be, like, um, he looks like he had, like, grayish-white hair. Do you know who that would be?
0: No, my grandfather passed a long time ago. I, I'm I'm not sure what he did for work. I don't remember.
3: Yeah. So I'd maybe ask and see if he did something with woodworking and that, and see. Just kind of think about if the chicken coop image has any meaning. Because I always okay. think that when the things that they tell us on the other side, they have two different meanings. They have one to say, hey, like, I'm in this really cool place, and I can, like, bury under things if I want, and I'm safe and secure, and I can find things, and there's treasures, and, you know, heaven's cool. That's one thing. Right. But then, sometimes it goes deeper than that, and the images that they're showing you is to send you another message. So just think right. about them.
6: Um, so is, is
3: he going to come and hang out with me once in a while? I do, he said. I do come (laughs) to you. Come and I sit on your lap. And I put my paws on your chest. And I lick your face. And I tell Uh. you it's going to be okay. And I'm not hurting now.
0: Yeah, because every day we wake up, we're crying and Uh. hard. So, so what about my, my dog Sugar is, you know, I'm in fear of her biting is, my other animals. What does Sugar look like? She's an all-white um, pit bull with one black eye. She's we'll a girl. She says, yeah, I'm Sugar.
3: <laughs> I killed my friend. I was really mad because I was hurt and I was like, get away from me. And now I miss him. Yeah. And I think to myself, I was mean. And sometimes when I'm resting, it plays over and over in my head. Aw, Honey, your mom is yeah. really scared that this might happen with another animal. Do you understand that if you if you get upset with another animal, that you, all you should do is growl. That you should never ever bite them because your jaw is very very strong. And when you bite like that, you can hurt an animal. So it's very very important that you never ever bite. Okay, even if they bite you, you can just you can be tough and growl and bark at them and. Chase them away, but don't bite them. I used to be like that. Yeah, she's bitten before. I'm trying. (laughs) And I didn't know I
0: could kill. So sad. Do you have other little ones? yeah i have i rescued three baby kittens so they're about three months old i have three grown cats i rescued another cat and then i have a siberian husky and another pit bull <laughs> So,
3: i think they were yeah. like sort of playing and it got too rough and then and then the little one was saying stop and she didn't understand
0: yeah yeah, my husband's, like, really upset. He is, like, so mad at her right now, you know? Yeah, he told me it's, I was bad, she said.
1: So yeah. what we
3: want to do is we just want to think about all the things that, um, that a healthy dog, like, what does a healthy, well-socialized, calm, predictable dog look like? And it's really, yeah. really important to hold that image for sugar. And right. that, and so I'm going to tell you and everybody, all the animals out there listening and all the people out there listening, that animals have what we call calming signals. And calming signals are body language that animals use to calm themselves, communicate with other animals, and sometimes they use these body language signals to communicate with us as well. And some of these signals are blinking of the eyes, looking and looking away, licking the mouth, yawning. Sitting down, yeah. lying down, stretching, holding up a paw, coming to you at an arc, shaking, where they're shaking off a lot of stress or excitement. It looks like they're shaking off water. You see that after a big barking frenzy or a big play session. Those are the main ones. They are so important to know because then we can praise our animals when they're doing those signals. And so mm-hmm. what we want to do is we really want to look for those in sugar and sort of hold the image of her being really kind to the cats and kind to the kittens and, and licking and yawning and blinking her eyes and walking away and, um, and know that the signs of, of not being calm, which are closing of the mouth, staring, leaning on the front paws, and then from there it can go into any type of fear behaviors like shaking or, or running away or it can go into any
0: form of a yeah. Would, do you know it? Does she, will she do this again? Well, I the mean, problem,
3: the problem is, is that sugar. One thing that I really like about sugar is that she feels sorry. Like she misses him. She understands what she did, and she feels. She sorry. looks like she's been sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So that that is huge. Because sometimes they kill the other ones, and they don't care. They're like just that little thing is out of my life now, so good, you know?
4: So right, but she right.
3: really she misses him and it's playing over in her head almost like a post traumatic stress response, like, Oh my gosh But we also have to think about that's a form of rage and sometimes they don't have control over their rage. So we need to teach them how not to get to that level. And so we can tell them and like I was saying to that other caller with the child, sometimes you taught you you tell them and it's brought to their awareness and then it never happens again. It's like humans, we're the same way. Sometimes you become aware of a certain behavior and you're like, oh gosh, I don't want to repeat that again. And you just don't ever do it again. But then other times we work through our unconscious and if something comes up and that rage just boils. So, but there are always signs before that rage. So that's what we need to look for. And then teach her, to lick and yawn and blink her eyes, and the reason why I keep telling you to visualize and to talk to her about a well socialized home and what that looks like is so that when okay. she feels like she's out of alignment to that, she can help bring herself back because she knows what it looks like. Okay. Oh, so we get right. stuck in we get stuck in the thought of oh my god what if she kills the cat oh my god what if she kills the cat oh my god what if she kills the cat, oh god, kills the cat? and until so eventually she kills the cat. So we right. have to watch what are we putting out there and what are we saying and what are we envisioning. And well, you- I,
0: envision, I envision her because she's really good with the cats. The kittens, she actually helped me. She cleaned them and everything, helped them go potty when they were tiny. So I tell my husband, she loves them. She's the, she's the mommy. She loves them. She, she's not going to do anything to them, but he... Is on another level, you know. Yeah, well, he wants her to scary. have. It's scary. It's scary
3: because he because she's done it already. So she needs to be under watch, and we need to be praising her for really good behavior, and okay. watching when the behavior can turn, and taking her away so that she starts having those tools and she starts knowing what's right. Because she was good okay. with Charlie first.
0: So, yeah, they were
3: great. We they were great together. Yeah, we have to watch. She ha- She's on watch now.
0: So, yeah, she
3: is. good to think positive. You're both right. It's good to think positive, and it's
0: good to be watchful. Okay. So, keep talking, to
3: her and uh, keep me posted. Keep us posted.
0: Thank you so much, Laura.
2: You're the best.
3: <laughs> Thank, Thank you for
2: calling. Hey, you know, I, I looked up on while you guys were talking online. I actually found one, I don't know what the site is, but um, it says, Chicken coo- Coop. To dream of a chicken coop represents something you know you can always rely on or use whenever you want.
0: Oh, how nice is that?
3: Yeah, isn't that cool? Yeah, so it's like you can always rely on having a home. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm just
0: Googling on the radio. <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, it's, it's
2: relevant i was like oh yeah what does you know chicken coop what would that mean and so i started thinking like chickens chicken coop woodwork would you know right i mean we could go we could be here analyzing what what uh, the dog said all day long i
3: know right and why is that his heaven right
2: yeah exactly we could talk to him
3: Hey, maybe we could be, like,
2: as a team, we could be, like, the first, um, like, uh, pet depth psychologists.
3: Oh, let's
2: do it. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds pretty awesome. Okay, let's go to our next caller, uh, 0541. Please tell us, what is your name? Who is your animal? What do they look like?
1: Hi, this is Pamela Weinstein. Hi, Laura. We've talked before. I posted Lucky and Ruby on Facebook. Oh, good. And do you see them? I do, and it's good to talk to you again. It's good to talk to you. Well, we've been here in Mexico City for six months, and um, our plans have changed, and we're heading home in two weeks. And I just wanted you to send a message to Lucky and Ruby and tell them about the flight and the carriers and... And that when we get home, there's going to be a house sitter there. But we're just trying to get them stabilized when we get back home again.
3: Okay, great. And when they go home, are they going to get to go outside? Are they going to be indoor/outdoor again? Yes. Yes. Oh, I like that.
1: I know. I'm.
3: Let's get Lucky and Ruby. They're they're not the happiest travelers, so I know that that they're going to go get to go home. Yes. Ruby says she knows already. (laughs) Mom's been telling me. And she's been stroking me and saying I'm going to love it. Do I have to go on the flight? Can we drive the whole way? No, we can't drive. No, sweetheart, you can't drive the whole way. You're going to have to go on the flight. She said that she wants the in the carrier soft on all sides. Okay. okay. The back. So she's saying in the back of the carrier
1: that uh-huh. something
3: that itched her on the when you were on the way.
1: Oh, okay. I'll check that so,
3: out. So, yeah, like it might have been like a
1: seam or like a like a
3: tag or something or something. Uh,
1: okay, I'll check it. Yeah, mom's gonna check she's, it and
3: make sure it's soft by your it, bum.
1: She spent most of the flight in Lucky's Carrier. They, they, I opened them on the flight, and Ruby went into Lucky's Carrier for the rest of the – half the flight and all the way to the apartment.
3: Oh, so maybe what she's saying, too, is, like, if she had, like, a big blanket in there, she had something that felt like she was up against something, you know? So okay. she didn't have to be in Lucky's Carrier, but she could have that feeling of being, like, held.
1: Okay, i will put something too. in there. Yeah.
3: Okay. Um, what about you, Lucky? Do you understand that you're going home? It's going to be a big move.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm already nervous. Do I need to take a drug? I wasn't going <laughs> to give them anything this time.
3: No, honey, you're not going to take a drug. You're going to go go without it. He wants to know
1: if he can have pate food. He wants pate food? Yeah. Um, well, we've been giving, they've been eating the raw meat and, the, and some dry food because we were on Radcat and then can't, can't get that here. So um, I hadn't had any pate food, but I'll find him some at home. Yeah, maybe Mom can find you some at home. Why do you want pate food anyway? You're
3: on raw meat. Isn't that better? <laughs> I like pasty food because it makes my stomach feel settled. Yeah, I, I think what he's saying is he's gonna have he's he's feeling nervous and he's thinking uh-huh. like that would settle his stomach. But I think it's almost like that feeling of like like oh my god I'm nervous. Maybe I should eat a candy bar. You know, like <laughs> that. That kind of feeling, like it's self-soothing rather than it actually does calm him down. I know that
2: feeling.
1: (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Okay. And they're okay when we go home. there will be the house sitter still going to be living with us for a little bit, so there'll be someone else in the house. Okay, Lucky, did you hear that?
3: I'm fine with that. I'm happy.
1: Oh, good.
3: It's a good move. That's good. Okay. Well, Pamela, let me know when you're going. Send me an email, and I'll I'll uh, think good things for you guys.
1: Okay, I will. Two weeks from today. Okay. Thank you so much. All yes. right, I appreciate it, Laura. Great to talk okay, to you. Pamela,
3: safe travels. You too.
1: Pate food.
3: <laughs> pate food. Guys, I like on that the they call it pate meat. food. Mm, I know. It's
2: funny because so it does look like pate.
3: It does. I know. Nick, you think it, I don't think he was talking about the raw meat as being pate, though. I think he wanted canned food.
2: Yeah, like I was imagining like a fancy feast kind of can thing.
3: Yeah,
1: junk, right?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like pate food.
1: <laughs>
2: That's what I'm gonna call it from now on. Pate food. <laughs> That's really cute. Oh, I don't know. I'm in a tough spot, and while I'm discussing this, the time is running out. So I'm just going to take a call. Let's make it quick. Next caller, uh, name and pet, and we're going to do a quick call. 0173, you are on.
6: Go. Hi, I. hi, Laura. Hi, I. Hi, hi it's there. Uh, hi, honey. Um I'm calling to give an update on Alice the calico cat.
3: Okay.
4: The one that
6: has a broken leg, has a cast on her leg. Yeah, so
3: tell, oh, us, yeah. tell, us, tell us a little right, bit about the little Kelly. what she said last time. I'm sorry? Yeah, so tell us a little bit about what she said last time and, like, what, what, what the um, issue was. So you can oh, she- get up to speed.
6: I gotcha. She had uh, come in injured, and she told you that a, a black and white tuxedo cat... <laughs> Had attacked her, mm. and so she wasn't going outside anymore, and mm. she was going potty on the floor. Uh-oh. And she told me that she wanted pee pads, so, uh, that there was too much litter in her litter box. She felt like she was drowning, and uh, that she wanted to use pee pads. So I got her pee pad, and um, I emptied all her litter out to about an inch in the bottom, put a pee pad on top of it, and then also put a pee pad in the bathroom. She's using the one in the bathroom, but once she goes poop and does the scratching thing, little balls of poop are rolling all over my bathroom floor and into the corner. Oh, no.
3: Can you put the pee pad in the litter box then?
6: I did that, and she is completely ignoring the litter box. So I still have the... Rolling poop problem. <laughs> mm. So what do you we know, want to listen, tell her? So get her behind in that litter box and use it.
3: Can you give her the litter box without the litter underneath the pee pad?
6: If that's what she wants, that's what I'll do. I, I've tried everything that she has told me.
3: And she's pretty much doing it, right? She's not going on the floor anymore. She's going on the pee pad.
6: She's going on the pee pad, but when she scratches, yeah. she, all the poop is if, going all over the place.
3: See if you can put that pee pad in a in – because a, I think what happens is when they hurt their body, I mean, this is, this is common with, like, older cats and also with the cats that have injuries. When they hurt their body, they don't want to step on litter because if you've ever noticed, like if you've ever seen taking an old dog to the beach and then seen how sore they are afterwards, they have to use all those fine muscle muscles in their legs. And so when they have an injury, it actually hurts to have you to slide, you know, in like the sand. So she hasn't even
6: um, she hasn't even tried it though.
3: Um okay, let's see.
6: See what she says. I'm I'm getting frustrated.
3: She says maybe she should just poop in the corner.
6: Oh, gosh.
3: So the wall catches it. Oh, gosh. I don't like litter boxes. (sighs) I think that they're dirty and smelly. Mom doesn't like your poop over the place. Do you think maybe you could just poop then and then not scratch? Maybe you could just leave your poop and then leave. Don't try and bury your poop. Just poop and then leave. How about that one? Probably could learn to do that. thought I was trying to help my mom. Litter, Answer, is please,
6: stick. please, please use the litter box.
3: Mama's begging you to use the litter box, honey. Can you see if you can get in the litter box and use it? I want a blue one. Blue one. You know what? How about this? You prove that you can pee that you can go to the bathroom in the litter box and then mom will buy you a blue one. But you gotta use the litter box first. And then if you use it, mom will buy you a blue one. Yeah, I like pretty
6: baby blue. (laughs) Oh my gosh. This you know when they say about animals being like their owners? She is as bullheaded as I am. (laughs) <laughs> she's <laughs> out here right And she's out here Wandering around right now oh, you Tell the litter her I will give her treats If she goes in the litter box
3: Mom's going to give you treats If you go in the litter box And you know what I'll bet your leg won't hurt anymore Your leg's got to be
6: healing up Yeah it's, should... it's, she's, she's using her laser toy now Oh And she's she all the... I got her laser toy for Christmas and I also got her this real neat uh, cardboard scratching post thing, and she loves it.
1: See, go so
6: in your litter great. box. Ooh, right, yeah, well, go in your litter box.
2: Yeah, call us back.
3: <laughs> oh,
2: yeah, go in your litter box. Mom's buying all these nice things for you.
3: I'm, I know. I mean, she did say that she didn't, she thought litter was dirty and smelly, so... It's important mm. she gets the right litter, you know, mm-hmm. like...
2: World's best cat litter.
3: Yes, world's best cat litter is the best one. hmm No clay. That cause stuff it's really dusty, works. I know, it does. And you have to think, if it's dusty for you, it's dusty for them. And they do not it hurts their eyes and stuff when it's
1: dusty.
2: Yeah, you know... Um, with my cat because I had to move my litter box into my bedroom so I have like a little, you know, one of those Japanese paper screens behind and um, at first she had the clay litter for I think one time and it she went in there and immediately as soon as it smells it like releases the like crystals that are supposed to cover off the smell. Oh really? Yeah, like you know it has kind of like a air freshener kind of thing where you pee on yeah. it and then it's kind of like makes it like a perfumey smell oh. and that oh, in goodness. itself started grossing me out and then when I discovered the world's best cat litter it was like oh, yeah. I don't smell anything
3: oh so you could smell that yourself and yeah, imagine they have a sheepy. stronger
1: scents than we do
3: yeah you know what they, I they talk about sometimes is the litter like burning their paws I wonder if that's why because it's like releasing something
2: I don't know but I know it's when it gets wet it, like, gets perfumey, and then it kind of mixes with that pee smell, and then it's just not good. It's all around yeah. Yucky. Yeah. yeah. But I think, um, like, I've learned that if you really stay on top of cleaning your litter box and you use the world's best cat litter, like, I have no odor in my, in my bedroom. And as soon as it starts getting a little smelly, I go look in there, and I know I wasn't keeping up on my task.
3: Yeah. So yeah. true. Mm-hmm. So true, I'm the same way Yeah. In my house yeah. <laughs> Alright, so
2: it is time for Words of Wisdom by Storm King And Friends Storm King is so, an Australian shepherd Who has his own column
3: He has his own column And he yep. is And people are writing him So if you want to write Stormy You can write to Laura at thepetpsychic.com With Dear Stormy in the subject heading Stormy, honey, it's words of wisdom time. What do you want to say for your words of
2: wisdom? Uh, while he's while you're talking to him for a second, I just want to share with the audience that oh. earlier on, I called Stormy and asked him um, how he learned how to write, and he said that you just think about it, then you laugh, and then you write it down. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that seems like too simplified for me it's too hard
0: and then you
3: laugh and he talks uh, about some serious things in his column and he's laughing I know he, he's
2: kind of a goofball
3: he's a cute little bug I'll tell you so he said that um when I asked his words of wisdom now he wants everyone to slow down and think about their decisions mm. why slow mm-hmm. down and think about their decisions honey Because if you, because if you don't slow down and think, uh, think about it, you might make the wrong ones, and then you'll look funny when you change your mind.
2: But <laughs> is he threatening us with judgment?
3: He might
4: be
1: talking
3: about me. He's talking about
1: like
3: who? It, me, because I did oh. something like that. We were like I was like, I'm doing this. And then I thought, thought oh, this isn't the greatest idea. And then you go back and <laughs> do <to> the
0: opposite. <laughs> you oh, I crazy. see. I know, Stormy. See, what would I have without you keeping me
3: in line? <laughs> yeah, just me to ask you if it's a good decision.
2: <laughs> oh, okay, so slow down. And what was it?
3: Slow down and think about your decisions before you make them. Because if you don't, you might make the wrong decision and then look funny when you change your mind.
2: (laughs) That is really great. Thank you, Stormy. All right. Well, we'll be here next week on the Pet Psychic Radio Show. And uh, until then. You can go to thepetpsychic.com for more tips on animal communication. You can always email us at, at uh, petpsychicradio at gmail.com. And like Laura said, if you want to talk to Stormy and be on the column, you can email uh, Storm King at
4: Laura.
3: at Laura at thepetpsychic.com. With dear Laura Stormy the and the
4: great
2: don't forget to like like
4: us
3: on facebook
2: Facebook. yeah facebook pet psychic radio and if you're not following us on twitter please do so at the pet psychic and you know what you can follow me too at yuko chino y-u-k-o-c-h-i-n-o i know it's kind of a long weird name but um you can follow me there mostly talk about vegan stuff so if that interests you follow me And we will see you all next week. Thanks for joining us on the Pet Psychic Radio Show.
3: Hi,
1: everyone.